are in Christ Jesus. You are a child of the word. You were born again by the ever-abiding living word of God. You grow by the word and the trajectory of your life is shaped by the word. So the one who is beloved of God is what? So are you beloved of God? Are you a saint? Do people qualify to be saints? No. Is there any qualification to become a saint? Well, if there is any qualification, it is believing Jesus. So, the day you believed in Jesus, that is, you became a Christian, that very day, you have become a saint. And as you listen to this insightful teaching through our pastor, Pastor Dio Olushoga, lead pastor, S. Church International, may the eyes of your heart be enlightened.
morning, church. Yeah, okay. So, um, we've been looking at a teaching series, you know, for the last, last Sunday, two Sundays ago now. You know, where we began to look at um, life is spiritual. Hallelujah. Yeah, and we've been able to establish a couple of things in the teaching, glory to God. We're able to establish a couple of things which I'm just going to run by again, just very briefly, and then we'll take it off you know, from there today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, so I'm just going to take it off from you know that place. We've been able to establish the fact that from Jesus, who is the revelation of the Father. Amen. We're able to establish that um, through Him, I don't like the way you're, what's going on there, back and forth. Sorry about that. Uh, we've been able to establish from Jesus' life that through Him, we see that the spirituality of life is in the fact that invisible things, glory to God, can create and dematerialize things in this physical realm. Hallelujah. That is, in Christ Jesus, we see an example of how that things were created and dematerialized through an invisible thing, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1 established that God said and by his utterance things came into existence. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 6 corroborates this. The God who commanded light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of his glory to us in the face of Jesus. And so we understand both from the Old Testament and the epistle of the apostles Hallelujah. That the world, the material world that we live in, came into existence through the word of God, an invisible reality. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3 also corroborates it. He said, through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. Glory to God. And so from all of these, we've been able to establish and come to a conclusion that indeed the material can come out of an immaterial thing. Hallelujah. Proving the spirituality of life. Glory to God. Are we together this morning? Then again, we saw Jesus in Mark chapter 11 as he was walking by, excuse me, desiring to find fruit on a tree ahead of him. And getting close only to realize that there was no fruit on that tree. And then he spoke to the tree. Saying, let no man eat fruit of thee ever again. Hallelujah. And in a matter of time, it was so. The fig tree withered up. So we established again that somebody might say that, well, that was Jesus dematerializing a physical thing. That might not be God. Glory to God. 
Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 makes us realize that Christ is the visible image of the unseen God. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 establishes that as well. God who has sundry times and in diverse manner spoke unto the fathers by the prophet as in this last days spoken unto us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things who be the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. And so Christ is the image, the outshining of the Father. He said in John chapter 10, he said, I and my Father, we are one. Which means none of his actions are at variance with that of the Father. He said, my Father doeth the works. And so we can as well conclude that Christ, if you choose to see that way, was with the Father in the beginning when he was created. Glory to God. So whether you talk about creation, he was there. And how was the creation done? Through words. The materialization, how did he make it happen? Through words. Justifying the spirituality of life. That the material can come out of an immaterial thing. And we also said that if we can understand how Jesus functions this way, it therefore means that it can be easy for us to replicate the miraculous in our life anytime you want it. Which means the miraculous is not a fluke. Which means it was not a coincidence. And that means that what men call coincidence, if you learn the formula, you can produce coincidence. Hallelujah. So we'll go back there again this morning. Mark chapter 11. Are you Mark 11? We'll read 22 to 24. And Jesus answering, See it unto them. Have faith. God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall see unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Hallelujah. Indeed, the New Testament is Christocentric. Glory to God. Not us, the New Testament, actually. The entire Bible is Christocentric. Hallelujah. In other words, the scriptures talk about Christ. Hallelujah. And the main objective of Christ, after his resurrection, in fact, before his resurrection, after his resurrection, was to set up his church. And when he resurrected, um, he said, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations. Praise the name of Jesus. Therefore, the goal of the church remains making disciples of all nations. Hallelujah. But don't forget, Jesus equally in that statement that he gave to the apostles, he 
said, teaching them to observe the things that I have taught you. Hallelujah. In other words, the apostles will communicate Jesus' doctrine to the saints. Hallelujah. Now, we see Jesus now teaching his disciples how he brought about the miraculous. In other words, when we teach the saints about the miraculous, it is not out of place. Hallelujah. Which means, church, we do Bible interpretation exegetically. We teach them how to experience the reality of that word in their life. Hallelujah. We are scripturally accurate. That is, we are scripture, um, accurate of scripture. We are minded about it. Sound doctrine, we are concerned about it. But here is Jesus teaching the, the people that are following him how we produce the miraculous. Hallelujah. He didn't leave them in the dark as touching that. So, whether the miraculous is um, funny enough, Jesus was looking for food. He's not spiritual. The, spiritual, the, spiritual, the context of this miraculous we are talking about is not healing, raising the dead, food. What brought it about? The necessity that brought it about was I was hungry. Hallelujah. Of course, it dematerialized it. It was not that I created food. Glory to God. But whatever the case may be, Mark eleven twenty four shows us something. He said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. Glory to God. There's no context to that desire. Whatever you desire, when you pray, so the believers are to be trained, are to be discipled, in order for them to be able to carry on the work of ministry. But don't forget, they can learn how to replicate certain things in their life. Jesus did not limit it to them being trained for the work of ministry alone. What is whoever you desire? Hallelujah. So, having said that, I'm only saying all of that to say that Jesus cares about the need of the people. Are you following me? Good. He cares about, oh, casting all your concerns on him. For he cares. You don't get. So, here is Jesus anyways. Showing them how to make things happen in their life. We have learned the place of the spoken word. Glory to God. 
in creating and dematerializing things in this realm. Are you following me? Now, what kind of spoken words? Everybody talks. Everybody says things. What happens that what some people say come to pass? And what some say don't come to pass? What happens that somebody causes something? I mean, he, he says cancer dematerialized. And he didn't dematerialize. What happens that one says this, B, and it came to be? What happened that one said it and it didn't happen? They both spoke words. Motivational speakers speak words. If you can believe and you can attempt, you can become. If you can take it, you can do it. Just imagine it, imagine it, imagine it. Think of yourself doing it. Oh God, people have been thinking and imagining since Jesus knows when. They have not done Shiva. Because there is more to it than just inspiring them. And that's even a place to say that something, okay, next to church, and then, ah, the apostle know how to motivate. Oh God, no. Pastors are not motivational speakers. It's not like they know how to ginger people, make them feel emotional. It's possible. Positive thinking. of words and if I have known the kind of words to release um, how do I release those words glory to God so let's go back to verse 22 of Mark 11 Mark 11 verse 22 hallelujah by the way, permit me to especially um, welcome and you know recognize the presence of Pastor Oba and uh, Pastor Eliezer. Yeah, they came to worship with us. Of course, Pastor Eliezer has been a part of the house all along, but then it's not a place to celebrate and honor them. We thank you for coming and thank you for worshiping with us. Yeah, so yeah, back to Mark 11 and verse 22. Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. In some other rendition or in the original rendition, have faith in God is rendered as have the faith of God. Hallelujah. In other words, something led to this statement. Don't forget to. They were asking him, Master, the victory you caused has withered away. And then they are perplexed, like, how? We've seen you talk to winds, and the winds obeyed you. Now, you're about to just tear our mind apart. You are speaking to a tree. Tree again, yes. I mean, tree is withering. You don't get. We have seen you talk to things. You spoke to wind. It answered. Now you are speaking to a tree. Guy, won't you blow our mind off? How did you do it? What? 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 You have flesh. We have flesh. Tell us this thing. Show us the way. And of course, Jesus is the way. 
Glory to God. So he didn't want them to uh, be too much in suspense. So he just cleared the air. And he was like, have the faith of God. In other words, what you see happen now, it was the faith of God that made it happen. That is, it was the God kind of faith that made it happen. Hallelujah. That means there is a God kind of faith. You know, there are people that let me just say in general, in, in religious gathering, I hope you know that every religion claims to have faith. As a matter of fact, every human being, in a way, has faith or believes something. You might not consider it faith, but EWK says that you are stepping out of your house jumping into your car, driving it to your office is a proof of faith. You have faith that you don't have accidents when you jump into that car. So you stepped into it, you ignited the engine. Have there not not been people that stepped into their car? And what happened? Driving off, they had accidents. As a matter of fact, accidents, it happens. But by reason of accidents happening, why have they not banned car? Have there been fatal accidents? Why have people not stopped riding car? Has there been air crash, plane crash? Why people stop? Why, why have they not stopped flying? Why have they not stopped flying? Every human being, some sort, demonstrate belief. I learned that one time, I can't remember who was flying in the airplane, but he's a minister of God, and it got to a point, you know, the pilot was having to and then you know the plane was hey happening like this you know somebody was wondering what's happening what's happening and they were right everybody fasting your seatbelt something is happening and I know I, I don't know it's likely that our plane crashes <laughs> oh man of course it's not a Christian but you know he shouted Jesus <laughs> Jesus what are they crying out for? Help! You get that they believe that, ah, there is a God. And if there is a God, he can help. Every human being believes in some sort. But here, Jesus is distinguishing the God kind of faith. EWK says, well, he categorizes faith in those two kinds. And of course, it's in line with scripture. Say there is the natural kind of faith. Natural man's faith. The natural faith is that students that are in university, in your class, you have people of African traditional religion. You have people that are Buddhist. Of course, maybe not in Nigeria. You have people that are Shintoist in your school. Why did they come to school? They believe that when they are educated, they get certified, they probably will get a job, get a good life. Is that so? Why do you go to hospital or why do people go to hospital when they are healed? Because they believe that seeing a medical doctor can provide what? 
You believe that the doctor has been trained. Is that so? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jesus is talking about the God kind of faith. So, how then does the natural man kind of faith? How does he work? He believes what he can see. He believes what is humanly possible. That's all. He believes what has been factually proven. That's the natural man's faith. And that's just within the realm of the senses. Why are you sitting on that chair and you are not afraid? Because you know that the chair has enough uptrust or, 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 or reaction, in physics, reaction to hold your weight so that it will not crash. You don't need anything to prove that to you. You just know. Why are you not afraid that you will sink standing on this concrete ground? Because you know that concrete does not sink people. But you're not there, of course, except, you know, you've gingered your faith, you've grown to that point, you want to walk on water. You will not dare go and you're on a cruising boat and then you also say, boat, stop. The next thing, they will throw you life jackets. The difference is because you know that one sustains weight, the other is the ground. Praise the name of Jesus. Now you and I both know that in the supernatural it is possible to walk on water. But humanly speaking, no. Are you seeing the difference now? The, the limits of the natural man's faith are just those things that have been proven that are facts another good point to distinguish between the natural man's faith and the God kind of faith how many times did Jesus tell his disciples that he was going to resurrect look at Matthew 16 Are you there? Matthew 16, verse 18 downwards. Are you in Matthew 16, 18? Are you with me? And I say unto thee, thou art Peter. Of course, you understand what has happened in that place from that verse. You understand, right? And I say unto thee, thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the, kingdom, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on that, shall be bound in heaven. Whatever that shall lose on earth shall be lost in heaven. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that it was Jesus the Christ. Now look at verse 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Matthew 16. 
look at, I mean, just think about it, down to the place where he was eventually killed. So there was enough time. They have been telling them, I'm going to be killed. I will die. He didn't just say, I will die. Look at it again. And be raised again the third day was specific. But you know what happened after the resurrection? Go to John chapter 20. Hallelujah. Are you in John 20? Verse 15. Hallelujah. John 20 and verse 15. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if you have borne him, Ends. Tell me thou hast laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. She turned herself and said unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master. Verse 17. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not. For I that ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Verse 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Verse 19. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst, saying unto them, Peace be unto you. Verse 20. And, it's, and, and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands, and his sides. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Verse 22. And he said, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Whoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Hallelujah. Thomas was not with them when Jesus appeared. Glory to God. The, the other disciples therefore said unto him, We are seeing the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see his hands, the print of the nails, I put my, my, my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Now let's finish it. And after eight days again, his disciples were within. That is, they were indoors. And Thomas was also with them this time around. Then came Jesus, the door being shut. Hallelujah. And stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach either thy finger and behold my hands. And reach it at thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Glory to God. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Verse 29. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you believe. Now look at where we are going. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet believe. 
What convinced Thomas? Physical evidence. Jesus said, blessed, more blessed is that one who believes even when he has not seen physical evidence. So what is the nature of the natural man's faith? Physical evidence. Natural man's faith, I'm sick now. But I used to have headache, cold, and hot temperature. Hot temperature has gone. Headache is remaining. And then I'm still feeling cold. But hot temperature has gone. I'm feeling better. Natural man's faith. The believer's faith. Hot temperature, cold, catar, headache. I'm the healed of the Lord. You didn't get that. With or without physical evidence, you are healed. Natural man's faith is that. Doctor said, um, I don't have blood again. Now I'm having temperature. I'm having kata. Uh, headache. Yeah. I'm coughing. Is this not COVID-19? Well, I've been taking hot water. Hot water should be able to dissolve the thing. You say if you take hot water, if you eat cola nuts, eh, eh, these are the things that... Oga! Corona see you wrong. But imagine all those symptoms now. Ah, ah. You don't know who you are. Hallelujah. Natural man's faith. The believer's faith. That is the God kind of faith. Glory to God. That is the God kind of faith. Keeps, you know, having a positive expectation of good with or without the evidence. Hallelujah. So Jesus was saying that what you saw that dematerialized this victory, you understand? Is the God kind of faith at work. When he spoke, he just spoke and they left. It was when we were coming back the following morning that they looked and saw and said, wow, this thing has withered away. But to Jesus, the moment he spoke, he had withered. The moment, so the word Jesus released. Hallelujah. As soon as he released it, he knows and believes that that word will do what he has said he would do. And so Jesus called that the release of the God kind of faith. In other words, this is the way the God kind of faith operates. It calls things into existence. That thing he is saying might not be in existence. But by reason of it, the utterance, that utterance will create it. Even if he is dematerializing things, let that thing he is saying still be standing. By that word, that thing he is saying will dematerialize the thing. Just give it time. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, this is how the God kind of faith operates. With or without physical evidence. But you know man, he likes physical evidence. I've spoken to one uncle. I told him that I'm almost graduating. In fact, 
I'm going for service already. Uncle, retain job for me in your company. And my uncle has said yes. And so, my uncle has said yes. I know. I know. <laughs> he will say, he will not say, God will do it. Uh-uh. You have spoken to your uncle. Your uncle has said yes. Why will you not say God will do it? Tell us God will do it when there is no evidence. Amen. Ah, I'm having fever. I'm feeling like this. I'm having this. Tell us you are healed. Without symptoms, you are a fake champion. Tell us that thing you are expecting. When it doesn't look like it, then you are a fake champion. Because that's how Jesus made it happen. He said he would resurrect even before dying. He was not like he had died. The Holy Spirit was now already breathing on him. Son of God, rise up. Son of God, rise up. Amen. He said it. Way long before he died. Amen. I get an illustration and painting. Jesus said he will resurrect. He has not died. That means there was nothing was looking like it. Do you know what, what they did when they buried Jesus in that sepulchre? One mighty stone, they rolled it in the front. Say, now let's see how you resurrect. Indeed, it must be a miracle. John's account of the resurrection said, after the body resurrected, the embalming clothes. How many of you have watched um, what's that movie where they embalmed someone? The mummy, thank you. How many of you have seen the mummy? All right. See that kind of embalming. Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, bandage. Eh? That's the same thing. He used to wrap and embalm corpse in those times. You understand? Now, for somebody to come out of that cocoon, how is it possible? He came out of that cocoon. He didn't just come out, which means he was not even in a haste. He said they folded. John recorded it for no time. He folded it. He put it. Ah, ah, you have that luxury of time. What happened to the stone? Hallelujah. So that settles the argument. Look at me. That settles the argument that says that it was his disciples that came to steal him away. Are you following me? That indeed the resurrection is a miracle. But we see something before the resurrection. Jesus had been speaking about the fact that we resurrect. Hallelujah. But Jesus gave us, gave us, um, you know, a, a preceding action to be able to consistently release this God kind of faith that produces the miraculous. Glory to God. Go back to that Mark 11.
rien fasse dans les Alléluia. Mark 11, 22-23. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. He's beginning to explain. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. So, release of words. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Be removed, dematerializing anything. So, if you desire to dematerialize, be removed. So, you say what you want to see. Glory to God. Be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. So, it's not just about speaking words on the outside, something is happening on the inside. There is no doubt on the inside. And shall no doubt in his heart. Look at what he said. But shall believe that those things which he is saying shall come to pass. He shall have what he says. Notice the words I'm stressing in that sentence. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. Condition shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that the things which he is saying. Do you notice it? Not saying shall believe in God again. Say shall believe that what he is saying, which is the miracle is in your mouth. Shall believe that what the things he says shall. So you will believe in your own word. This is the reason why you should not lie. This is why you must not lie. When you lie a lot, you will doubt your words. Because you don't... Ah, everybody lies now. Glory to God. But shall believe that the things which he says shall come to pass. Another thing, this is why you must not say what you don't mean. Oftentimes, people say what they don't mean a lot. You will distune your heart. Your heart will not know when to take your word serious or not. Hallelujah. Because your heart is the production factory. Glory to God. This is the reason why you must refrain as much as possible from jesting. When you jest, you know, during jesting, we're just saying things we don't mean. That's the reason why you must not behave. Have too much ear for comedy. What are these things? Things that are not real. Lies. Why you have too much ear for those things? You know, you have schooled your mind to believe things that are not true. And you likewise, you will be saying things that are not true, but that are not real. And your mind will take you serious. That take you serious, like you always say what you don't mean. So why should I also take you serious?
Glory to God. This is a good reason why you must mind the people that you follow. Hallelujah. What manner of men are they? Because every man is, is a summation of his words. Or, let's even take it to another, to another point. People who always say negativities. Hallelujah. So you, you are a believer. Hallelujah. And you believe in what's the name of that guy that asks pastors and, and talks about money and pastors a lot. What's the name of that guy? Eh, ah, I like that he frees. You like that he frees. We should flog you. We should flog you. I know now it's an influencer, so I just like I said we should flog you. What should we should ask, what do you read on the internet? Which post do you like? Which memes do you like? All those memes. See, it does not matter now. Who? Your heart. They are destroying it. Glory to God. I will follow him. So he has told us the condition. Shall not doubt in his heart. You know, I noticed that when I spend too much time on WhatsApp, social media generally, anyways, my heart gets clumsy. How many of you have ever you've been on Instagram and all the posts you are scrolling through were talking about the same thing? Have you ever been like that on Instagram? All the posts. We're talking about like the thought flow was continuous. I've never seen anything like that. They are distorted. They are what? Distorted. This one we post this one. It's talking about hey. Now we post that one. It's talking about B. Now it's post this one. It's talking about C. Now it's talking about that one. It's talking about E. Your mind, you see. Your mind. That is the place where this thing will come from. So you don't see that. Ah, I, I just feel, I feel tired. Do you notice when you go through Instagram for a prolonged period of time, sometimes you are tired. Your eyes is tired. Your mind is tired. Somebody with that tiredness now stand up and start confessing. It is done. It is done. <laughs> it is done. With weakness and weariness and tiredness in your heart. Stop deceiving yourself. Say, ah, but I confess God's word. It did not work. Ah, that's how they confess. That's how they used to confess. That's the way, God, God. Jesus explained it to us. She shall not doubt in his heart. What's in your heart? It's not the word of God. It's Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram in your heart. Snapchat, everything in your own heart. When the word is not here. Praise the name of Jesus. To so say, he shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall come to pass. Let me digress a little again and come back. Do you know, they said it has been statistically proven that one of the places where envy grew and jealousy is social media. You just see one guy I have not seen in a long time. You just see well, Maybe women now. Let me go with women. Oh, she has married. Oh. And then you look at your own hands. There's no ring. <laughs> There's no ring. Then you go, God, when? Praise the name of Jesus. Then you go, God. I mean, you, you just see, you just check my status yesterday. And then you see, Pastor Nome and B. Ah, you say yeah. When we my own combine, all the sisters they have just been giving me no, no, no. Hallelujah. What I'm trying to bring out from that, basically, Amen, is the fact that even social media, it it grows doubts. Not from the fact that you are not spending time in God's word, it will be growing doubts. Because their content are not faith based. So somebody said, Mate, I like the news and I believe everything. Ha! Let me give you a, a good advice. Go and write your will, let them print your obituary. Ah, uh-uh. You take everything in the news, who clients think Believe me. Just go and write your will. Print obituary. Because they will tell you that if you touch any table like this, virus. Two weeks. And you too, you expecting two weeks. Funny enough, you start having the symptoms. Because you are not, you are looking for what is not there. When you are supposed to look at the word, you are looking for something else. It's God. And so Jesus says that believe that what you say will come to pass, that you will have what you say. Amen. Then it goes on. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. Which means it is in prayer that faith for action comes. In other words, what you know that is true by God's word, what you know that the will of God covers, hallelujah, but that you have not seen, where their faith for corresponding action comes is in the prayer. So you have known 
Ah, this thing is possible by the word of God. This thing can be. This thing can stop being. This thing can be. This thing can stop being. Because you know by the word of God that it is true. But what can be has not been yet. What can stop being has has not stopped being. Amen. Where the faith for action that we make what you know can be to come to be, where that faith comes is in prayer. Where the faith that will make what should stop being, you understand? You're believing God to get pregnant, okay? And for so long, you know that this thing is possible now. Sarah give birth. This one give birth. I stop it to that person give birth. Where what can stop being, if it is fibroid, where it will stop being, where you will know, without any doubt, where you will know that indeed I can carry baby in this my womb, where you will know is in prayer. And there will be no doubt again. Where it will come is in prayer. So at that point, where you know in prayer certain things, and you come out and start saying it, it will happen indeed. Because first, there is an assurance that has settled in your heart. In other words, the transmutation pathway for what is in your heart, which is invisible, to come into the visible realm, is faith and prayer. Hallelujah. We know that it is faith-filled words that will bring that thing you know, into material existence. Glory to God. That thing that is in your heart. Are you following me? That thing which you desire to see. Which is in your heart, but has not become visible in the realm where you, we are now. Okay? Hallelujah. What is existing in your mind, in your heart, as an invi- in the invisible form? Where to become material in this realm. Although you know that it can be, but it has not been yet. The factory where we take the invisible to, to make it visible. Okay? That factory is prayer. Confession that comes out of prayer always work. Not just that this is the way Pastor Shego used to confess. So, I'm in that situation now. Me too. Copy and paste. I carry the confession. I copy it. I paste it. And then when that knowing, that assurance has come from prayer, when you put the word that God gave you in prayer, when you put it on your lips, it starts working. That's the transmutation. So it therefore means that although oh Korabala Bella Bakatos. Okay, so I've been praying. I've been praying. I've spoken to God. Well, get a word from prayer. Put it on your leaves. And I've been praying about it. Pray till there is a knowing. It's a prayer of faith. Is it not just prayer of faith? I believe, I declare that God is 
Maybe next week, I'm going to talk a lot more on how we pray and what we pray. Okay? Because you will realize, as I was trying to explain last week, you see, prayer is a world on its own. A world of invisible realities. All the things that can be physically. In a sense, figuratively now, you can interact with them in the prayer, in the prayer realm. You can interact with them. In that they are invisible form, you can interact. In prayer, it will be as if your hand is reaching out to touch those things. Jesus has said it is you that your word will bring that thing to pass. So keep praying till you touch it. Pray till you know that you have gotten it. Because you are the one that will bring it to pass. Jesus has taught you how to make the miracles happen. He has shown you so how you do it is that you stay in prayer. You'll be interacting with that thing. Interact. You'll be touching it. You'll be feeling it. When your hands grab it, then you pull it. That's the con- when you pull it, confession is what you pull it out with. You understand? You is confession. That thing will just jump out. Like this, I got it. So it's not that sometimes when we are praying, we cannot just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you because He gave me. Ah, no, we know that we are interacting with things, and at a level we must raise the frequency because this time around we are not talking to God again, we are talking to those things. supposed to become visible, but they are refusing to be, ah, I will draw you home. What I know that you are supposed to be visible. No, I will pull you till you become visible. I will draw you from the realm of the invisible to visible. You, you're getting it? I will make, I will pull it. It might take a day. Sometimes it might take you more than a day. No, but you just keep praying. The more you pray, you know how close you are to that. You'll be pulling it. Hallelujah. May it's an honor from God that has bestowed upon us that we can share this possibility with Him. In being able to create and dematerialize things. He has given us such privilege. But many people they are waiting. God, come and do this. God, come and come. You are still there. You go, God, come and do what? When with prayer, confession will come. 
have the confession. We just go and sleep. We have gotten the receipts. We have gotten the receipts for everything. We just keep saying it. We just keep saying it. Why? Because when that word comes, which are supposed to be seen, you will know without any iota of doubt that this thing will happen. That's what Jesus meant, that when you say things and there's no doubt in your heart. So, the place where doubt dies is in prayer. Hallelujah. Where does doubt die? In prayer. So you can see again, hey, for how long must I pray? For me, pray for one hour. One hour, 30 minutes. Why will I be praying for one hour, 30 minutes? What are we talking? Well, for as long as it takes for you to destroy the doubt in your heart. If doubt dies in 30 minutes, ah, uh-uh, let it die. So again, on prayer, and how long we pray. Sometimes you see, it's not just about what we want to talk to God about. We want to say to Again, prayer changes you. And not just the situation. Hallelujah. So as far as the believer is concerned, the miraculous is not what he experiences once in a while. It's not what happens when it feels like happening. By this thing Jesus explained, Jesus meant that you can plant and harvest the miraculous anytime you want. I can plant and harvest the miraculous <laughs> whenever I want, not when God wants. Whenever I want. Wow. I can, it means I can initiate the miraculous. And there will be no controversy whether it will happen or not. be a matter of if God wants to be a question of if you want
Superheroes. They are the only ones that can work miracles. And that truth, that lie, has existed long enough. People have believed it and they don't even care whether they can work miracles or not. In other words, people are not used to do it yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, God wants your mouth to be talking out. And not just mouth that gossip when you talk, but mouth that creates miracles. Mouth that produces miracles. Mouth that produces miracles. Mouth that produces miracles. Oh, my tongues produce miracles. My words create miracles. My words create miracles. My words create miracles. What are you saying? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? My words create miracles. person here. Um, it's as if, you know, seeing that person, it's as if your feet is stuck between, you know, between between shackles. You understand? It's as if things are, are what I'm hearing is incrimination. Incrimination. More like maybe you or you have a relative that it's, it's almost a, um, a, a case. It's a case as a matter of fact, you know, that it's more like it's already a police matter. Hallelujah. Are we together? It's almost as if the person is being incriminated. It's, it's a situation that the person is being, you know, is being incriminated into. You know, anyone like that, you are the one. Oh, you? Wow. 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 Everything God. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because 
I, I, I see leg in stocks like they used to chain people. That's that's what I saw. But you know, this moment that thing is going to be broken. Yeah, that case is going to be dissolved. It's going to be dissolved <laughs> in the name of Jesus. The matter is settled right now. The matter is settled right now. It's settled, it's settled, it's settled. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus. You can go ahead and rejoice. Because it's a settled matter. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you.